0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Welcome to Bat Flips and Party Tips, the perfect podcast for baseball and good times in Omaha. Here are your hosts, Andrew Rogers and Anna Bellinghausen.
1: Welcome, bat flips, party tips, in conjunction with D One Baseball. I'm Anna Bellinghausen, not Andrew Rogers. He's out of town. Graciously, have Aaron swornson here. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you.
2: I'm pinch hitting, and I also just like almost spit all over you. It's <laughs> fine. I'm very excited to be here. I feel I'm more. I'm the most well rested individual in the vicinity yeah. of where I'm
1: at right now. You might be. We're calling this the CWS Hangover Show because let's face it, we've worked. 15 games in eight days. Sasha, my producer, and I shout out Sasha. Uh, Totally worth it, though, because we got to witness some history, which we'll dive into in a moment. But first of all, Taking Care of Business, today's podcast is sponsored by Elkhorn Training Camp, one of the nation's best indoor baseball facilities headquartered in the college baseball capital of the world. Omaha, Nebraska, with over 50,000 square feet of training space, four locations, and plans to open a new state of art 25,000 square foot building this fall. Elkhorn Training Camp is everything your baseball player needs for development, whether it's training space, private lessons from former collegiate and professional players, batting cages, hit tracks, technology. Elkhorn Training Camp offer- offers unsurpassed baseball player needs. Check out the facility and programs at Elcorn Training Camp com So thank you to them. Also thank you to D1 Baseball in conjunction with this show. Aaron, Ole Miss sweeps the College World Series finals. Game one was ten to two. Game two was four to two. Before the show, you told me that you almost stopped watching. I because you thought Ole Miss was going to win. Stop watching. You did stop watching.
2: Yeah, I I basically saw oklahoma go up and mm-hmm. was just like oh this there i was prepared for a game three like was planning on going to game three you had like, tickets I, well i was gonna look at tickets <laughs> i was like how much do we think we're talking for a game three here and check back in a little bit later everyone was tweeting about how old miss was the national champions And i'm like mm-hmm. hold on a second i missed something there. Uh, yeah so i i got myself <laughs> caught up i definitely um you know, looked at the controversy and everything else that happened. Yep. But very exciting for Ole Miss. Right. Uh, Ole Miss definitely showed up in Omaha with every intention of uh, rocking this town, yeah. I, and certainly did. Although, to the Ole Miss fans, if you're watching, to those of you who are dangerously crossing Dodge <laughs> Street last night, you all are lucky as heck because my favorite. There's a thread on Twitter. I saw that. Yeah. Of, like the people trying to get. There's a woman like standing off against a car. Oh yeah. I was yeah. like,
1: this is no
2: Bold. But you know what? Live your best life. Um, they tried to shut
1: down Dodge Street, essentially. Oh, my.
2: I mean. They almost did. Nebraska football did that in 1997 when they won the national title. They shut down 72nd in Dodge. Mm-hmm. So, look. It's just Ole Miss, like, changing. Right. Changing it. It's just downtown. What? Like, 13th in Dodge? What a time.
1: Why not? Why not? Well, <laughs> Ole Miss swept Oklahoma. And then, like you said, Oklahoma tried to come storming back. And then the eighth inning happened. Two wild pitches. All of a sudden, the Rebels are on top of the college baseball world. Most valuable player, Dylan DeLucia. He made four starts throughout the College World Series. He went 3-0 with a 1.59 ERA, including a clutch performance to shut out Arkansas, which led Old Miss to that title series. DeLucia allowed one earned run, 17 strikeouts with a walk. Just one walk and 16 and two-thirds inning. Just absolutely insane from Dylan DeLucia. He will go high on the draft boards. And then Tim Elko, the story, the folk the hero. podcast favorite. The podcast favorite Andrew loves him, <laughs> so I have to bring him up. He returned for the season and he got that national championship. And there are already talks of building a statue of Tim Elko outside of their stadium, Swayze. I was ready for
2: you to say here. Um or that here, makes too. more sense, I guess, there <laughs> than it does here. Although at this point, like just keep building statues outside of Rosenblatt. That could be fun. Right. New statues. I mean, I said Rosenblatt. Yeah. It's not at Rosenblatt anymore. No. Oh, like there are people who I either just gave them like sincere nostalgia or mm-hmm. really upset them. Well, we it's can one of the two. Rosenblatt. I don't even, like, I can't even say Charles, <laughs> Charles Schwab. Schwab. It's Charles tough. Schwab.
1: It's, yeah. When I sorry. broadcasted there, I'm like really hesitant to say it because mm-hmm. I think I'm going to like. Just mess it up. Totally. I've said the wrong
2: name literally every single time. So I think my brain is now just reverting to Rosenblatt to Rose and because Blatt, it's, yeah. it's easy. The OG. The OG. <laughs> no one gets mad at <laughs> Rosenblatt. <and>
1: <laughs> well, Ole Miss, they were the last team in, but they were the last one standing. So it's mm-hmm. an incredible Cinderella story for them. They were preseason number one, really fell off. They were 7-14 and 14 in the SEC and then just came storming back. And when I talked to the guys afterwards, it was all about the belief and the confidence that that team had. Tim Elko was like, no doubt, from the beginning of the season that this team was going to be special and they had their ups and downs, but he said "It just brought them together and the captain got it done. It it was absolutely incredible to watch Aaron. I mean,
2: the thing that I love about sports is it's the any given Sunday, anything Mm -hmm. can happen. And, um, It's even one of those things where, like, obviously, I cover Nebraska specifically. And so, like, when we were looking at, like, what was possible for Nebraska, I think there's a reason that people kept thinking at the end of the season, things can turn around. Things Mm -hmm. can be different. Things can be better. Because you just don't know. Teams can, like, sincerely take a hard time and turn it into something as long as there's, like, you have to have that, like, there's got to be something special. The team either is playing for themselves or they there's always something that you mm-hmm. kind of feel like just is building there and they For can sure. overturn whatever like bad has yes. been there so it just felt like a team I mean I did get to see Ole Miss play they played against Arkansas they lost mm-hmm. but like just watching the fan base watching the team and even in a loss how they like responded to one another it was like there's something special here because right. it's not defeat they don't feel like every Game of the series, it felt like they went out and they're like, this is our game to win. And when they didn't win, it didn't defeat them. They came back out and just kept playing their game.
1: Pretty good. Their only loss was that Arkansas game. It was three to two. And it's the only one I
2: went to. So my bad,
1: <laughs> Ole Miss. <laughs> Aaron needs to stay away, stay from, away Ole Miss. from Ole Miss fans and faithful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was the only loss. And I said this to Andrew before, and I was like, I think that loss was good for Ole Miss to feel that because they were undefeated in the postseason. And then they got to feel what it was like to lose again and just I'm sure that reminded them of being seven and fourteen mm-hmm. earlier in the SEC and feeling like there was no chance for them. They were like clinching their seats on Selection Sunday or whatever day it was um, to see if they're even in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. and they make it, and not only are they the last team in, they're last one standing. And to beat a team like Oklahoma, another one that I mean, hats off to them. Nobody really thought Oklahoma would be there. They were doubted quite, pretty much the whole entire season. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to see this Caldwell series play out and. I mean, maybe it's just this recency biasy, but I think this is one of my favorite cultural series in remembrance.
2: I mean, obviously, there's something special about it because the attendance was incredible. Yep. I, I've never had, at least in recent years, have had not had such trouble finding tickets mm-hmm. and seeing the amount of people who are taking to Twitter, to right. Facebook, looking for tickets that were, you know, $200, $300 a ticket for not club seats. We're talking, like, just even outfield seats. And it's been a while since I've seen... And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Ole Miss, a lot of these teams were travel teams. A lot of the fans traveled, but Ole Miss traveled a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. And so that takes the tickets and makes it harder. But I think the environment itself, the just the competition, all of it really made for, I feel, a very memorable College World Series. Oh, it
1: was a great atmosphere. I mean, you walked outside of Charles Schwab and it was all Not Ole Miss Rose fans. Blatt. Not Rosenblatt. But they did go visit the Ole Miss team. Did, did go visit um, Rosenblatt and their uh, Mike Bianco took them over there and was like, "This is a part of this history." I thought that was a pretty cool moment because that guy's been yeah. in the game forever.
2: It is cool. I I mean, I've been over there too, and it is it is neat. You kind of like get nostalgic because mm-hmm. you see the you know the red, yellow, blue yep. seats, and you kind of have this moment of like, "What was?" But I will say, I remember when they did move to Charles Schwab, wondering when it would feel like the College World Series because the first couple of years felt very like it didn't feel. It didn't feel right now this mm-hmm. kind of fits into your, your our next topic because i'm it's starting to feel yeah it's starting to feel like this is where the college world series is there's there are businesses bars right. everything around it that are starting to kind of have like their grip in the area mm-hmm. and that makes it special because it gives people something to look forward to each year
1: yep and that's great i think people are finally realizing that the city was literally built around the Cald world series down mm-hmm. there i mean that baseball park all the restaurants the bars Every place around it is all built around these two weeks, and Mm -hmm. that's when they make a lot of their money. So let's talk about our next topic. The biggest (laughs) winners of the College World Series. We'll actually start with Rocco's Pizza. Um, Ole Miss last night was at 18,003 jello shots at 9.30 p.m. So I can't imagine the damage they did. That's $81,000. That, it's insane. Look up CWS <laughs> shop board right now I'm, and see if um, see if they have an update for us. I want to go look. And well, they ran they grown. ran out of Jello. By
2: the way, they've grown so many followers over this. Oh yeah. I think when I looked like a couple of days ago, they were at like eleven thousand mm-hmm. or something. They're at sixteen point four. So good for them. Um, they, they have, an have update. not an update. <laughs> They're
1: probably so slammed.
2: they You said you feel like you're having a hangover. Yeah. They're probably in oh a hole. Oh my god. Now you know I saw that the, it's the note from the owners talking about what mm-hmm. this has meant to them and how um you know the pandemic really hit small businesses hard and how just surviving the pandemic was one thing but now having this and just having such a great successful year. Mm-hmm. If I can encourage anyone watching to do anything though, those businesses that are around Charles Schwab, go frequent them outside of college world series weeks. You you know them, you love them. They are operating every other week of the year. Right. So go enjoy them. Go go to Rocco's and in, you know, just enjoy being there because it's so clear how much this series meant to the ownership and just kind of reviving for them why they love what they do in their business. Um, but keep that energy going. I'm not saying go out and buy like, you know, 18,000 jello shots over this weekend you can if you want to but you know go throw them a visit every so often because they would appreciate it they
1: flew in their family to work this college world series i'm pretty sure they said they didn't have enough staff or couldn't get enough staff so they flew in members of their family to keep up the business that's just incredible and they're donating two dollars for every jello
2: shot that has and will be purchased by each school's fans to the june b gerhardt full circle pantry food full circle food pantry at the university of Arkansas and the Grove food pantry at Ole miss. So that's just incredible. Pretty great. Right. Good for them. Winners for everyone. Oh,
1: Winners. All right. Next winner. I have to say Mike Bianco. So earlier in the season, their athletic director at Ole miss was getting calls about firing this guy. They were upset. I mean, seven and fourteen. We've mentioned it multiple times. No fans never call right. for their coaches in the SEC fired. too, right? <laughs> never heard of that. Um, he is the longest tenured coach in the SEC. Twenty two years at Ole Miss, and I saw the embrace between Bianco and his wife, and like I almost teared up because it was incredible to see. Because that guy's just worked so hard for that team, and finally got it done. Yeah, I
2: mean, these are the things that like.
1: It's it's so hard because I don't
2: want to ever say that fan bases aren't ju- like justified in wanting to call for change mm-hmm. if that's what if that's you know maybe what's right in that moment. I never want to say that, but he is definitely an example of you know persistence paid off right. and patience yeah. paid off. Um, but I mean, what a what an incredible run! Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm sure this just gets that fan base fired up for what's possible in the future.
1: <laughs> and their AD said Mike Bianco can have the job as long as he wants. So. Many, many more natties to come for those guys. Uh, and also their first men's athletic program championship in the history of their school. So oh, that was the first wait, one. They have a women. They have a women's golf championship. That was the first of their men's programs. Really? Yeah. So really, my next winner is the Omaha students that finally got to celebrate a major championship on this yes. level in Omaha. Because I went to UNO. We never won a championship in anything. You went to UNL, right? Or Lincoln? I
2: went to yeah, I went to University of Nebraska. Any any Lincoln. natties? No. Uh, bowling. <laughs> um. Don't, hey, we can't laugh at bowling. Bowling's amazing. No, they're legit. They're, uh. So I'm trying to think when I was in school. I think volleyball would okay. have won a national title nice. right when I got there. I think. I think. Um. They've won so many that I mean it just like it doesn't even like We'll right. pull a year out of the air mm-hmm. and it's probably a national title year. Um. No, I've had some. I've had some national change I've had, to be fair, I had some like good experiences as a student. But your point is really, really great because when you have those moments as a mm-hmm. student where you have something to rally behind, you have teams that do really, really well. And in the case of even just getting to a champion, like a conference championship game, that right. can be a huge like thing yeah. for a student uh, fan base. Um, yeah, I. I will say honestly though I wish I would have appreciated the bowling team at Nebraska more when I was there. I appreciate yeah, them more why as why didn't an they adult. go party
1: out for the bowling team? Well seriously, now people berries do. Barry's should have
2: been full. right. People I berries, like didn't This just sounds awful. Berries <laughs> did not exist I don't think in the way that oh. it does now when I was in school. I'm looking at <laughs> Sasha for like confirmation like do you know? Um which is let's not talk about my age. Um like we had the 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 rail yeah, yeah. <laughs> still going to the real. Uh, the bar, the bar, the bar. Um, but yeah, I i mean, the thing is, is you are right. Like, students, they get... I've been to national championships, ga- mm-hmm. championship games. And, like, student fa- like, when they get to travel and be a part of it and right. celebrate something, it's just really good for camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And it's also just really fun.
1: Like, imagine going to Alabama with those football championships and just getting used to, like, oh, my yeah, team's going to win. You, like, it's like a... no. It's
2: like, whatever. Yeah. Not, it's
1: like, just, oh, another year. But these fans had to really soak that moment in because yeah. it's never really happened right in their time. So Ole Miss students, <laughs> you probably have a really bad hangover today. Like we feel <laughs> like we have right now, but, um, good for you guys. Uh, next winner, Harry chest bikini guy named Tim.
2: <laughs> I did see him. By so the way. <laughs> you
1: watched enough to see, to see no, Tim? I
2: literally saw him in person.
1: Oh, you saw him in person. Yeah, He was I at was, the game. Yeah. That was the Arkansas. Yeah. He was there. So he so was saw a
2: lot. So he was either the jinx or I was one of the two. Um, <laughs> No, I saw him, and I. The reason I spotted him is because he was attracting quite the crowd. A uh-huh. lot of people were wanting to take photos. Right? And, Why not? He has a
1: hairy chest. Bikini. Well,
2: the the one of the my friends that I was with, uh, we were walking the concourse he noticed his back first and was like oh that's like a really interesting like
1: wait and he has a line around the back no way yeah
2: he noticed that first and then turned around he's like oh oh my (laughs) gosh so yeah he was he was definitely attracting a crowd
1: so i was in the press conference room and we were watching it on the big screen and one of the ncaa staff members i believe her name's jen she um so she has like her ncaa polo on like her credential like she looks really official so she was like I walked up to Tim and Tim was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> what did he I th- I do? Tim thought he was getting kicked out. But Jen was like, "No, I just want to take a picture with you. My husband loves this." And he, he was like, "Oh my God! I thought I, I thought I was out of here. Like, I, he didn't get kicked out. No, they just wanted a picture with them, the NCAA staff. So." Look, in the
2: big scheme of things, walking around with your chest <laughs> shaved into the shape of a bikini is like not a, like, there are it's so not a, many worse things. It's I not an offense necessarily. No. Maybe um, to the eyes, but. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he was having a good time with it and fans were having a good time. He was actually out in the, was he out in right field when I saw? I think he was. And like, fans were just having a good time with it. So, oh yeah. you know, hey, you're just creating a, You're creating a fun spectacle
1: (laughs) and a photo opportunity. I mean, he had his moment of fame, moment of fame for sure. He'll never be known as anything else Probably.
2: Look, one of the very first things I ever got to cover, I helped the Big Ten Network uh, do like a whole thing on like Nebraska tailgates. And there was a guy that had Big uh, shaved into his chest and everyone wanted photos with him. (laughs) It's a
1: memory. You'll pass it down to your children. (laughs) Maybe that was his dad. Um... (laughs) Next winner, college baseball, just the entire thing. The men's mm-hmm. college world series viewership up seventeen percent entering the final. We don't have the numbers for the CWS finals yet, but I'm sure that's also um great entering game one from Saturday. One point oh four million viewers across ESPN's family of networks. Again, up seventeen percent. So just a great a great thing for the game. It is. And you know, I, I think, you know. I
2: just also want to throw this in there. I saw some people who made comments about the use of men's college world series this year and being like, Oh, is this the thing? It's a great thing. It's a great thing thing that we now can like very, we have the men's college world series. We have the women's college world series. Seeing the MCWS for me was Mm -hmm. like, it was honestly like, it was cool for me to see. I don't think it took anything away from the experience (laughs) in the event overall. Um, But you know, I think, We've talked a lot about this. Um, just, I'm just saying kind of generally as like people of sports, um, sort of like the Women's College World Series has fantastic viewership. Mm-hmm. But when you – it's the idea of when you build it, they will come. When you keep giving – when you keep building all of these sports across the board, you see viewership go up when you give them the airtime, everything else you see viewership go up. And so I know we talk a lot about how that viewership changes when you give that access in women's sports, but you see the same thing in men's sports when ESPN gives it the same time, like time, attention, everything you see the viewership also now Ole Miss, Arkansas, everybody certainly helped. I'm Mm -hmm. not implying that like their fan bases didn't, but that that viewership is up from like people across the board watching it. And it's when you make it accessible men's and women's sports people watch you see the viewership go up and you know what for someone like espn that is just good business Mm
1: -hmm. and i know softballs was up as well so kudos to both sides um so we did the biggest winners what about the biggest losers of the college world series not talking about teams every team hats off to them you had a great season (laughs) we're talking about the other losers of the college world series uh number one i have the behind the home plate camera from espn oh that was you get to see that i did
2: i didn't jump thankfully it just got smashed
1: yeah so the ball if you're not familiar the ball came Right off the bat, I believe it was a foul tip right back into the home plate uh, camera. And so that cameraman's name was John. And I was actually with John after that happened. So he was hanging out in the press conference room as well.
2: Is John from UNO or
1: did he go to UNO? I have no idea. There's somebody who went to UNO that worked right behind the plate. I Oh, okay. So I know him. Okay. That was not him. Okay. They like switch out every few innings or so. So Got it was it. John holding the camera. And I asked him, like, has that ever happened to you before? The ball just shattered the Mm -hmm. first part of the glass and the camera. He said no. So before they used to have um, like different glass panes in front of those uh, camera shots, but it would like distort the shot. So they had to take them away. Hmm. And so they last time they measured the netting for where how far the ball can like go when it's being hit back. And they hadn't measured it in a while, I think. And (laughs) that ball was like 100 miles per hour back just shattered the camera lens.
2: I mean, think of it this way though. Cause that was like, so it came, it hit the netting and mm-hmm. still went room. through. Yeah. So imagine for fans that don't like the netting there, which just oh, the, you yeah. be so grateful that the netting saves there. Lives. it literally saves <laughs> yeah. lives. And that wasn't, an ex- I mean, it just completely shattered. And it was like the, per- I will say it was very, um, appeal. Like if you're somebody who needs like, yeah, it, it was very appealing the way it It, cracked. it, was. it, was, it like was nice sweet. to look at it mm-hmm. was like very like oh that's kind of very expensive mm-hmm. but very nice to i look asked at. the same
1: thing <laughs> um, so they only had to replace not exactly the lens but just a glass pane in front of it and they said it was about twenty thousand oh, dollars just so yeah Ooh. but espn of course had extra ones on hand just. Good thing they packed the extra bag. Yeah, they needed it, obviously. (laughs) Um, Another big loser, my white shoes that I wore every single day of the College Series. Regardless if I was on dirt or grass or concrete, didn't care. I'm still wearing them. I will need to be buying new ones because they are stained, kind of orange on the laces. I don't like that. Mm. Have you had that problem before?
2: I have. In fact, um, I was just talking... uh just the other day, somebody noted that they liked the shoes that I was wearing. I was like, "Thanks." These are the second pair I've actually owned of these shoes because yeah, I'm
1: on my second too. <laughs> yeah, they got ruined
2: um, covering football. And in uh-huh. fact, one of my very fa- that that is not the only pair of shoes that's happened to. You. I went to uh, Minnesota. They have a turf field. They just have a lot of turf pellets for reasons that like it's fine. They just went a little. They were a little overzealous with the mm. turf pellets. It had been raining. I walked around in these boots, and those pellets just dyed everything on the bottom part of really? those boots black Oof. so there was no salvaging them and so i just had to repurchase same thing with Ooh. the shoes i was wearing the other day so i get it yeah you know I, I you can keep them as like they'll be my backup shoes yeah it's like well and it's also like ceremonial it's like right hey, i've got these maybe i'll hang them up or put them in a case or something <laughs> we can put them in a case at the hill varsity club <laughs> yeah as- i'll sign them <laughs> I look, people show up for photos. Uh It's like,
1: yeah, they're like, those are the shoes. Those are the shoes. Another big loser. Sasha and I sleep schedule and our laundry. We have to do after this episode. Um, Lots of laundry at my house. Lots of laundry at her house. Because every time we came home from the CWS at like, I don't know, 11, sometimes midnight, even no one wants to do their laundry. Right. right? When you get home that way. I don't even want
2: to do my laundry normally. Right.
1: Me neither. So we've we've got a a lot of housework to do um and then but props to you both by the way oh yeah um, i was gonna say shout out sasha and i i but mean shout out to you i mean mostly sasha though
2: i was watching you grinding. two were like um just you should have just slept at the cultural series we like could've. you could have easily just set up shop
1: camped down there I don't know if they checked the media workroom. We could have like set up tents.
2: Honestly, like most press boxes and press media rooms I've been in, no one actually checks them. You really could have just set up a (laughs) shop. The only person who would have noticed would have been like somebody who was coming through to like clean up that evening. And that person would have been like, not my problem. (laughs) I've seen, seen I I am not being paid to deal with this. I'm just here to make sure the room is set for tomorrow. I'm out. Like (laughs) just leave us be, just leave us be.
1: Uh, last loser of the College World Series, everyone that didn't listen to bat flips and party tips, I'm so sorry, could have hung out with me and Andrew and then also Aaron today, a special guest claps for her
2: i showed up right at the end
1: (laughs) she got here four minutes before the show started look and we're still going to
2: be fair no one explicitly (laughs) said what time you just said we're starting at noon i was like i'll be like five minutes early it's fine and i was actually here seven minutes early but i sat in my car for a minute and was messaging some stuff for work so give me a
1: break (laughs) you're doing great i have a job to do (laughs) (laughs) all right lastly aaron way too early predictions for next season Mm. got any fun ones
2: no, because it feels like the SEC just, like... They'll be back. he will be back. And, in fact, like, this is the part that, you know, the Big Ten obviously battles with every year. Any any cold-weather uh, conference right. battles with the whole, like, can we even compete? Because the SEC is the one that kind of just, like, runs everything. Um, I do like that you have LSU down, because mm-hmm. I it would be fun to get LSU back to yeah. Omaha. LSU is very... I would love to see their Rocco
1: shot board. I would love to see oh, that. Man. Like yeah. LSU would probably
2: go. The a question little is
1: bit. our question shouldn't be early prediction for next season for the game. It should be who will win the <laughs> Rocco's CWS shot board challenge. Yes. And it I would put my money on LSU if they're here. Yeah, I would too. I I I would love to say that
2: Ole Miss will be back. I think it would be tough. Yeah, there's for sure. There's going to be, you know, turn there's always turnover, things that you have to address. You also have to remember with baseball right now, and this is going to be a really interesting season for rosters because the pandemic really affected rosters and how the NCAA allowed them to go over mm-hmm. on rosters. And then their, like, scholarship numbers could be a little bit different just because of, like... That's going to start swinging back where they're going to have to start making different changes as far as we're seeing a lot of transfers right Mm -hmm. now in baseball. And that's going to make things really interesting for some of these teams because teams are already going to be graduating players. You're going to see teams who are transferring because they don't have the space or they won't have, you know, it's going to get different now that we're kind of coming out on the other side of, you know, pandemic restrictions, what COVID-19 did. In the NCAA, what they put into place for these. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be really interesting for me to watch is like how these rosters sort of shape themselves. For sure.
1: I mean, a lot of guys are on like sixth year. Yes. It's incredible. But I almost love it because guys are staying in college more than just going to Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. And I think that is makes college baseball so special. Mm -hmm. Because yes, you can leave after a year. Um, you're a sophomore, you're eligible for the draft. But a lot of these guys in the series came back, like Tim Elko, um, and made the national championship happen, right? Yes. Like, if those guys didn't come back, and I think, like, Justin Bench and Calvin Harris are two other guys on their team.
2: Not um, Calvin Harris, the singer. No, that not was the DJ. That was, or DJ. That was a fun uh, thing that he, <laughs> I don't, there was a, a local uh, TV uh, reporter who was like, Calvin Harris is here, and their sports reporter had to be like, no, not never. that Calvin Harris. It was a, it was a really great like moment to see the like text exchange. They, they
1: brought that up on ESPN last night. Like, who's more famous right now, Calvin Harris the DJ or Calvin Harris the baseball player? I would argue the baseball player. Well, he probably has more Google searches right now. Right.
2: I mean, his SEO value is skyrocketing. But yeah, I mean, I, I like that you have Tennessee, Arkansas down. I think both. Yeah. Tennessee is always a team where I feel like I'm not shocked if they reach No, like, not like, at all. In
1: Arkansas, too. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like they'll I'm be just, back. They'll be back for sure. But I, there will be like a team that you're not expecting. And that's always the fun part. Yeah.
1: Like, should we just pick a random school right now and be like, like Southern Mississippi? Right. I mean, because it's a Mississippi team. I mean, it's like a storybook thing. Another Mississippi see, year. I
2: want coastal Carolina to return. Oh, Can coastal
1: yeah. Carolina come back. And here's the reason I
2: need coastal Carolina to return. So if anybody out there is like adjacently <laughs> familiar with anyone at coastal Carolina, the last time they played at the college world series, they had the best gear. And oh my I God, wanted yeah. this hat. I wanted this white hat and I'm confident I have like missed out on something in my life. I wanted this white hat. I was like, I'll get it the next day I come. I'm, I'm coming to multiple games. I won't buy it today. I'll get it the next time. I came back. It was sold out. Biggest regret of my life. I'm not a big regrets person. I regret that one. So if anyone has like access to this white hat that I'm talking about, um, I, I like just hook me up, please. Because like I have been like, thinking about this hat for several years. So I need them to come back (laughs) just so I can get the gear. Come back, Coastal Carolina. Please 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 come back.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, we'll wrap up the show. How about that? No, it's been so fun. I know. It's been fun. Well, thank you, Elkhorn Training. I feel like I need to get you both a shot. D1 Baseball. I need a (laughs) shot of espresso first. (laughs) Everyone that tuned in across the Caldwell World Series, you can keep following along for more sports coverage at Her Dad Sports. Give Aaron a follow-out. Aaron Sorensen, you can find me at Annabelle Media. I'll plug Andrew, too, even though he's not here at Andrew Rogers TV. Thanks for hanging out with us all tournament long. We'll see you next time.